Ladies and gentlemen, this you would do that. You would do that to me. Sure. See that cough was God paying you back. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're about to listen to is an experiment in sound. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a bubbling, suds-ridden episode of Madcap. I am Daniel Bloom. And I am David Ross. For a second there, I wanted to say I was Benjamin Franklin. Whatever you want to say, man. This is your show as well. You're the true voice of this show. You know that. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm, uh, blackness is the true voice of this show. <laughs> Good. Uh, ex- excuse me while I take a drink of my beverage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you drinking, Daniel? Mm. What are you drinking? Mm. What are you drinking? Very unusual that I would be consuming an adult beverage here in the studio, but today is a special day. Yeah. yeah. I decided to bring in a uh, delicious beverage known as the King of Beers, Budweiser, yeah, as they yeah. call it, around the world. Anheuser-Busch Brewery, St. Louis, Missouri, the Clydesdales. This is true Americana, my friend. This is uh, something that we all hold dear as Americans and lovers of a good time. And I have to give props to the folks at Budweiser. Recently attended a show that they put on here in Washington, D.C., featuring our good friends of the show, Big Gigantic, at the D.C. Armory. Shout out to Dominic and Jeremy. Absolutely. And uh, a shout out to their management as well, who was able to hook me up with uh, tickets to that wonderful event. Loved it. Enjoyed it thoroughly. And they have this whole Made in America series where they're throwing parties all over the country, and it all is going to be coming to a head. Hear how I did that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming to a head, just like the head on your beer, in (laughs) Philadelphia for the Made in America Festival, my friends. Yeah. Were you made in America, Daniel? Of course I was. Where were you made? I was born right here in the beautiful city of Washington, D.C. I don't know where I was conceived. I do not know. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. I do not know. I was like, where were you made? But my (laughs) my birthday is in October. Coming right up. Coming right up, folks. Mm. And if you trace that back, that means that I was conceived in January- uh, which is a cold month, m- winter months, perfect time to conceive a child, perfect time to get cuddled up with your boo. Uh, and so I salute you, Mom and Dad, for doing just that. Made yeah. an America Festival, David, taking place in Philadelphia. On, I want to say the Benjamin, is it the, you know Philly so much better. Or yes. We both know Philly. Yes, you're supposed to know Philly better than you do because you were not supposed to transfer at a my alma mater, Temple University, after w- just one year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's some truth to this. Huge there, mistake on your part. Benjamin Franklin Parkway is the location. Last year at the inaugural Made in America Festival, 40,000 people attended this festival, David. Word? 40,000. It was a great event for the city of Philadelphia. A lot of great acts played. It was it was beloved by the people who went. It was uh, lauded by the greater Philadelphia region as a major cultural magnet of great importance that drew a lot of people from around the East Coast and indeed around the country to come and see some great acts. Jay-Z involved in the planning of this festival, Hova. God MC, me, Jay-Hova. Nice, Hova. Getting your feet wet. Just throw, throwing concerts now. Jay-Z's all over the place. He is. He's expanded. He's Picasso. Really- Picasso, baby. If Pablo Picasso were alive today, he'd be throwing festivals. Bacon, turkey bacon, smelling aroma. Would it be 
disrespectful for me to say I'm proud of Sean Carter. You can, you can His be proud growth. Of, you can be proud of Sean Carter. That's very good. From the block to the boardroom. That's what he says. <laughs> From the block to the boardroom. I do want to briefly say shout out to Ben Franklin. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. For, because, yeah, I mean. He was pulling a lot of stuff off, man. <laughs> if, you, if you don't know about Ben Franklin, you need to go learn some history and realize that that bridge is a, or parkway. Is it parkway or bridge? Both. Uh, the parkway and a bridge is named after a very iconic figure in American history and French history. Without whom, America would not exist. He convinced the French to come in on the side of the revolutionary colonists. Yeah. To all the killers and the hundred dollar billers. For real, because who ain't got no feelings. Feelings. Check it out now. Politically, the British are handicapped. The powers of Europe, the powers, view this, view this as payback time, as payback time for the British. The powers of the, are sick and tired of the naval practices in which the British have engaged. They mount ships. They've got stronger ships than anybody else. They mount ships, they take with the cargo from the ships and they go on their merry way. The French view this as Prime payback time for the British. In 1778, under the influence of Benjamin Franklin, the French entered the war. The French entered the war of the American Revolution on the American side. On the American side. Take these words home and think it through. Or the next rhyme I'm right might be about you. Sunday show. Cause ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. Scared to death and scared to look. They shook. Cause ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. And the French, uh, big shout out to Marquis de Lafayette, came through on our side, put their thumb on the scales, and tipped it. We often deride the French in this country for no good reason, but without them, we would be nowhere. So, exactly. shout out to Alex de Tocqueville. <laughs> good one. When I saw this lineup, David, I was floored. This is a fantastic lineup across the musical spectrum. Uh, it's a very impressive one to me. And I will let you take the first shot and you tell me who you want to discuss. Let's start with Aluna George. Aluna Francis and George Reed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First time I found out about Aluna Francis and George Reed was via Twitter. I think Scream was like, uh, I need to work with him. Oliver Jones was like, I need to work with him. So then I went and listened to them on Annie Mac, uh, like, or she played one of their tracks. She played Watching Over You. I played it on repeat, so I, re I, re I really liked it. And they're actually coming to town. They're doing U-Haul, I think, on the 3rd of September. Oh, excellent. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'll be, a, that'll, that'll be amazing. So what's the name of this track again that we're going to hear? Watching Over You. Wide-eyed, laying awake and night, listening to the campfires, listening to my heartbeat like I'm in a fight. Something's not right, you can't say no if you don't know And it can't hurt you if you don't know And you can't say no if you don't know And I'll be the, be the, be the one And I'll be the, be the, be the one So she's another girl, think about another Just look around, there's someone up there Don't even see me, cause I'm undercover I'll be, I'll be, I'll be somebody, what you know for you I'm not gonna go there 
right, David. Aluna George now is on the radar, thanks mm-hmm. to you, and mm-hmm. thanks to a lot of great DJs who have been bigging them up in recent days and recent weeks. But in my eyes, it's absurd to not begin this conversation talking about Beyonce Knowles, Beyonce Carter, mother of Blue Ivy, one of the biggest stars in the world, the Mrs. Carter tour. Obviously, Jay-Z was able to call in a favor or two uh, and get his wife to headline this bill. And I'm going to ask you, this is not planned, pre-planned, what do you think is the greatest Beyonce song ever? You can say Beyonce, uh, Beyonce solo song or a Destiny's Child song. Emotions. Emotions? Yeah. words of a broken heart, it's just emotions taking me over, caught up in sorrow, lost in the song. But if you don't come back, come home to me, darling. Don't you know there's nobody left in this world? Hold me tight. Don't you know there's nobody left in this world? Kiss No, no, no. Me, myself, and I. Yeah. Okay. That song. That song's amazing. All the ladies, if you feel me, help me sing it Uh, what's your favorite Beyonce song? I think it has to be Cater to You, my friend. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know women didn't like that song. Who doesn't enjoy being catered to? Women did not like that. They, women, believe me, women enjoy being catered to themselves. Baby, I'm yours. I want to cater to you, boy. Let me cater to you. Because, baby, this is your day. They, they do, they do. Katie, what do you have? A, do you have a favorite Destiny song? It's got to be either Independent Women. Question: Tell me how you feel about this. Try to control me, boy, you get dismissed. Pay my own funnel and I pay my own bills. Always 50-50 in relationships. The shoes on my feet, I buy. The clothes I'm wearing, I buy. The rock I'm rocking, I buy. Cause I depend on me if I want it. The watch I'm wearing, I buy. The house I live. No. You know what, David? I'm going to take it way back for the answer to this question. The answer, obviously, in my mind, is Bugaboo. Remember that jam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely remember it. I definitely remember it. I remember watching it in my parents' den. You make me want to throw my picture out the window. Tell Kinsey I to get the phone post. Break my knee so I can move. Because you a bugaboo, a bugaboo. I want to reach your number on the call block. It's not hot that you be calling me, stressing me, paging my people, you're just nonstop. 
And it's not hot that you be leaving me messages every 10 minutes And then you stop by When I first met you, you were cool But it was game, you had me fooled Cause 20 minutes after I gave you my number You already had my mailbox full So all right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Bugaboo by by Destiny's Child. Thank you. You thought you thought the heavy hitters. I mean, you thought the heavy hitters. Yeah, I'm excited to. to well, we can there. go back and forth. All right, um, Heim. <laughs> you know about Heim? I don't know anything about Heim. All I know is that the word Chaim with a ch means life in Hebrew. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All four Jewish women uh, from LA. You're joking. Mm-mm. Three of them are sisters. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get their names correct. It is Esty, Danielle, and Alana. And then Dash Hutton, <laughs> not in the family, on the drums. I wonder how she feels sometimes when they're like, at least when I have family time. They probably like her the best. <laughs> Dash is everybody's favorite. Dash is everybody. <laughs> One of their dad is like, Dad, you know what, Dash? I like you the most. Exactly. You got a, you got a track? Huh? Yes, I do. But I want to say that I, um, shout out to Tatus Mystery for dragging me. I was unfamiliar who they were, and he brought me to a show by them at U Street Music Hall. Always ties back to U Street Music Hall, and they and they no, nah, they they did well, uh, and they they brought out they brought out a serious crowd. That was also the first time I saw Robert DeLong perform too, because he opened he opened for them. So this is their track, Falling. All right, David, that was quality, and we'll go back to the headliners now. Nine Inch Nails, the band fronted by none other than Trent Reznor. This guy is a legend in the music business. He's a legend in the movie industry. Exactly. He's done it all. He's done rock. He's done electronic. He's done movie scores. This guy is all over the place. He's a great, great talent, but as far as I'm concerned, uh, when I think of Nine Inch Nails, if I'm playing word association, the word that comes out of my mouth when that band's name is spoken, closer. You let me violate you. You let me desecrate you. You let me penetrate you. You let me complicate you. Help me. I broke apart my insides.
closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, indeed. So if I'm thinking of some other folks that I want to see, while I was just on the topic of people from L.A., uh, I think Fitz in the Tantrums. Great name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if, I wonder if one of them was like a, used to have just like a bunch of temper tantrums. Problem child. Problem yeah. children. You know, exactly. You know why I like this like group? That, like that horrible movie with Gilbert Gottfried. Remember Problem Child? Awful. Wow, wow. Just this morning, I came upon a seven-year-old. A smartest attack. A little rambunctious. But weren't we all at that age? <laughs> oh, he does look very presentable in that little bow tie. He's evil. That's a wicked mind. Look what he did in art class. Skeletons. Headless corpses. No, 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 no. please, please, don't hyperventilate. When you say awful, do you really mean great? No, it was. Ter- I hated it. It was. I what? Didn't, I did not enjoy that movie at all. <laughs> The pizza when, scene, disgusting. When, when they showed the video of the sex on the side of the house, I was like, this is amazing. And the granddad, the, Did, the granddad made it all worth it because the granddad hated his grandson. Not a fan of that movie. Oh, not man. a fan. All right, well, on to less important topics. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. The reason I like this group is they pump serious soul. Any group that has a flute. Oh, I it, like flute. Yeah, yeah. They got some wild instruments. I mean, I really mess with that. Here's their track, She's Out of My League, which is never true. Big names, who you got? Let's stick with with some people that I unequivocally love right now. We're going to go to Calvin Harris. This is a great booking. Calvin Harris is the highest paid DJ in the world of dance music. Is he? He is. What's that? What's that? What's 43 that? million in one year. God, dude, he couldn't get 44? Couldn't get it. Almost there. Calvin Harris came out with an album last year called 18 Months. And what's great about that album is that it was steadily compiled through hot singles and great collaborations. And this guy produced. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Well, I mean it wasn't like I'm gonna sit down and work for a year on this album. It was like I'm putting out a hot single. I'm putting out a hot single every couple of months. And then after that 18 months was over, he looked down and he said, "Damn, I've got a sick album here." So then he just released the album, and it had a million singles on it. It was a great, great record. It had collaborations with like Kalise Bounce was on there. Uh, I think it was uh, co-released with. Um, with Rihanna, Where Have You Been? Great track, track that I always play when I DJ. He also uh, memorably produced We Found Love in a Hopeless Place off the Rihanna record. This guy had an unbelievable year, and he is a great, great producer. Guy can DJ his ass off, and he can really, really produce. What was the first track that brought you to, to Calvin Harris? What, 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 what brought you in? Okay, I'm glad you mentioned this, because I was going to have a track play off of his most recent album, but I would rather play this one, and it... Uh, ties in perfectly with another artist who's also on this bill. Calvin Harris had a remix done of his track, I'm Not Alone. 
and that was off of his previous record because he's been doing this for a long time and he's had a lot of good really good songs but he really vaulted into the stratosphere last year now this song i'm not alone it was a wonderful track and he does a lot of his own singing which is very rare in the dj world that he will provide his own vocals now here we're going to hear the track i'm not alone that's remixed by dead mouse can you stay up for the weekend? Blame God for looking too old. Can you find all that you stand for? Just been replaced with mountains of gold. You cannot train yourself to notice, to feel pain and swallow fear. But can you stay up for the weekend till next year? God, I can't do this anymore. God, I can't do this. Now, Dead Mouse, of course, Joel Zimmerman is one of the biggest names in dance music. He performed on the Grammys last year, for God's sake. He wears this amazing, sometimes LED festooned mouse head that is kind of a takeoff on the Mickey Mouse iconography. He is a techie, so he's always coming up with new sounds. How much do you think that head costs? A lot of dough. <laughs> the original one probably didn't cost very much. It was just a modified motorcycle helmet. But it's very smart because you create kind of a visual identity for yourself that the fans can identify with. People have now Dead Mouse tattoos and they're always bringing their custom made mouse heads to all of the gigs. The first time I saw Dead Mouse was at the inaugural Electric Zoo Festival a few years back and he blew me away. This guy's music is fantastic. Um, he's a very controversial figure on social media, but I don't care about any of that. I care about the guy's music and he really does a great job. So this track that I wanna play the story behind it is fantastic. There is a story called The Velt. I can't remember who wrote it, but it was a short story that he read and he loved. And so he put out this instrumental on SoundCloud. Happy life with the machines scattered around the room. Then a singer named Chris James heard it, wrote lyrics to this track and recorded them, sent it back to Dead Mouse, and he flipped out. Holy shit! I'm fucking impressed right here. This guy did vocals for this track. Well, like, from my SoundCloud thing? Tell me what you think of this. Okay. We'll never leave. Look at us now. So in love with the way we are. I gotta get a hold of this fucking dude right fucking now. And he was like, I gotta find this guy. We're gonna make this track. This is gonna be hot. If this is a Chris James I went to high school with, I'm gonna go crazy. It's definitely not. <laughs> I love how that's the theme of this show now. I mentioned somebody with a generic name. You're like, oh, is this the guy that this, I used to work with? This kid was in my carpool. No, definitely not. <laughs> All right, David, I've gone through two of the big electronic heavy hitters. 
Take us back to some hip hop. Kendrick, Lamar, hello. How you doing? King of New York from Compton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. King of New York from Compton. Just, just you're saying slapping people Napoleon, upside the head. Napoleon feet. You know what I'm saying? Just climbing, climbing. There had always been a lot of hype around this guy. And then I listened to the track The Recipe, produced by Dr. Dre. The instrumental is amazing. The lyrics are amazing, but the in- the instrumental so so damn strong that I have. I mean, I, I have both versions, and I play them so often. It begins with a nice little airplane. David, last one from me. This group recently went on one of the tour legs of the Diamonds Tour by Rihanna. They did huge opening acts that were very well received all over Europe. This is the group that goes by three letters, GTA. They have been all over the place in their production uh, over the past few months. They've been garnering a major reputation for themselves. This track came out on Steve Angelo's record label called Size Records, and this is called Hit It. reached the end of this program. I know you want to finish it off talking about some hip hop. So let's talk Macklemore. Nah. Just kidding. No disrespect, <laughs> no disrespect to you, Macklemore. I like your tracks, but uh, we're talking hip hop. There's only one place to go. Yes, yes. I'm going to talk about a, uh, a group where, shoot, the intro music to do the right thing of Spike Lee's. Uh, I mean, Spike could have dialed it back a little bit, whatever. Rosie Perez, if if you have ever seen Do the Right Thing and have seen Rosie Perez punch the air for like 30 minutes, she's doing it to Public Enemy's Fight the Power. Public Enemy is going to be, they're going to make Ben Franklin proud. Ben is going to be smiling. Way to tie it back together. Yeah. <laughs> Rolling. Gotta give us what we want. Uh. Gotta give us what we need. Hey. 
it'll be amazing. And it's good that they gave like the older hip hop cats a nod. They paved the way, and they need to. They need to be part. They need to be there. Public Enemy will always be a pillar in music. Again, Made in America is on August 31st and September 1st. Where, Daniel? Ben Franklin Parkway, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Say the parkway one more time. Benjamin Franklin Parkway. Yes, exactly. Right in front of the art museum, baby. Right in front of the art museum. Just take those rocky steps in reverse and you'll be right there. Yes, yes. And um, we won't have a tent this time, but... We'll have a hang glider. Just look up in the sky. Hang, hang glider. Yes, yes, hit yes. Us, hit us with a laser pointer. We'll be right down. And special thanks go to the city of Philadelphia for allowing such a major festival. Mayor Michael Nutter. He's, he's still there? Absolutely. Interesting. And also special thanks to our... Our buddies at MSOPR, thank you for allowing us to revel in the joy that is Made in America. And thanks to Budweiser. For more information, visit MadeInAmericaFest.com. For Madcap, I'm Daniel Bloom. And I'm uh, and I'm Ben Franklin. All right, so... Go for it. Why not? Take care. Madcap. 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 Madcap is produced by Dan Bloom, David Ross, and Afim Shapiro.